Hi, this is Michelle. This is Gail. Welcome to Audible Clutter, the once a week leading up to the election addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Not an addiction, well, political addiction at the moment, but yeah. oh well, what can you do? Polit- political avalanche at the moment. Another fun week in politics. The President of the United States is back showing himself off on camera and being a Regeneron, a walking Regeneron commercial while tweeting things and saying things that lead people to wonder if he is mentally all there, yeah. even more than usual. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because he keeps going on these rants on Fox about God only knows what and saying things that don't make sense or... Recording himself can't... saying he's getting every American this COVID treatment that miraculously worked for him for free... Using the military. Using the military with no details while people are dying every day. Yeah. And there's no real proof that this treatment actually cured him or that he is even cured yet because it's been an entire week since he was diagnosed. Yeah. And COVID is a long... It's a long-term. Incubation period. Yeah. Plus, the drug he was using has was created with fetal cells, and that should be a problem for conservative Republicans. But as we are learning over the course of these four years, nothing is a problem for conservative Republicans unless they think it's a problem. Or is it, nothing's a problem consistently. It does, if it doesn't, if it helps them, it's no longer a problem. Right? Yeah, that's it. And if a law is in their way and you break it, then they break it, then it's not a problem. If you break a law, it's a problem. Any law. Yeah. yeah, the Republicans, the party of law and order, seem to be the party of flexible morality. As evidenced by this week's big political news, well, in this landscape of big political news, the plot to kidnap the governor of Michigan. Yeah, which is just one of those, like, it, it sounds like a story i mean it does, it sounds like fiction a movie you mean or a movie like that, yeah. yeah or something so gail and i have today been talking about stochastic terrorism because gail didn't know what it was and trump does it all the time it's one of those fascist hallmarks is which is it is not a direct call to violence but it creates an atmosphere where probable violence is going to happen apparently the republican party is currently sending out stochastic terrorism on the thought that joe biden needs to be taken care of it's very much mm-hmm. things in quotes and to encourage people to do things while not directly causing them to do things, which means that if something happens, it is not technically your fault. That is stochastic terrorism. And that is a mark of authoritarianisms. And that is what Donald Trump does every day yes. and has. Yes. And he gets worse some days than others. Mm-hmm. And so the plot this week was, well, it was uncovered by the FBI. Was that just yesterday? I think so. It was. Yeah. Um, and uh, 13 the, people were arrested. Yeah, 13 people were arrested. Um, or 13 white men. <laughs> yes, 13 white men who are... With ties to so-called, so-called militias. militias. Actually, they are gangs and not official militias. And um, I think six of them are being charged with terrorism. Six, Sorry. Yeah, six of them... So actually, seven of them will be charged with terrorism. Um, six of them have been. One of them, they're waiting to extradite him from South Carolina for some reason. Huh. I just saw. Um, six of them are being charged on state charges, but they had plotted to kidnap the governor of Michigan from her vacation home and take her to Wisconsin for a quote-unquote trial. Um and and hopeful in the hopes of triggering a civil war. Yes. 
and they had actually talked also about um, storming the Michigan State House, yes. but they decided they needed 200 people to do that, and they didn't have that many people. Yes, and apparently someone, well, there was one man who turned um, state's evidence only only because they talked about killing police officers. Yeah. Um, and the timeline of this can be traced directly back to a Trump tweet when the governor of Michigan was requiring a mask, masks mm-hmm. and um, trying to stop people from getting cor- coronavirus and COVID-19 and Trump's Liberate Michigan tweet apparently triggered a series of meetings that led to men gathering, I forget which state it was, and then going back to Michigan and making Ohio. a plot. Ohio. and going back to Michigan and other states with these various plots that the FBI is now investigating. Mm-hmm. And they had... These weren't just, they weren't just talking. They actually had gathered weapons and equipment and had had trial drills. Yeah. To. Two of them. To to do trial runs of actually committing this. So Trump is inciting this sort of thing with his vocabulary language. And his calling out of the Proud Boys, or calling on the Proud Boys to mm. stand back and stand by. And there is a whole segment of society that feels activated by this. Yeah, huge. Well, I don't no. know if it's a huge, but they're well-armed. Everyone in America is well-armed, True. Gail. Yeah. I think you're adding to the image that I'm trying to... This is happening, but it's not something we can be fear of, afraid of. No, and you saying not. it's huge is just what they people want you to think. Okay, the fine. media is overselling this and overselling Trump's support. Trump, because he is the president, always gets the mic and always gets the time and always gets the discussion. And so his support seems much more magnified and the media is doing this. And so part of what we've been discussing today is I, I asked Gail why they weren't called domestic terrorists and she immediately snapped into something without doing any research. And I asked her to do research because AOC had frankly just put out a question to the media about why you don't just call them, why you always say they're in militia. These men who take guns and want to overthrow the government are militia and why don't you call them domestic terrorists or gangs? So I ask you AOC's question. Okay, well... These people are now being called domestic terrorists because they have been charged with terrorism. Right. It is a specific crime. And if people are not charged with that specific crime and you call them a terrorist, it's the same as when someone has been charged with homicide and you call them a murderer. It's There's a difference in... It, there's a libel issue there. Um, so that's why many in the media do not call them domestic terrorists. Okay, but why does the media always make it sound like this is the militia from the Constitution when the militia from the Constitution is state-organized? The militia from the Constitution is basically what the National Guard is. Yes, and so is. calling these people militia is saying that they are empowered by the Second Amendment when... They are not what the Founding Fathers had in mind at all. No, they aren't. Um, and I don't know exactly how that came about. Um, that I, When I looked up, I saw that um, there's a whole 
it, it started out as anti-government groups who basically termed them, I don't think they even termed themselves militias. They do militia type of trainings. Maybe that's how it happened. Well, now but it seems are, like they're saying it so that they latch on to the Second Amendment. Yes, possibly that is true. I'm sorry, I interrupted you Yes, again. if you do that again, I'm going to say, I'm speaking to you. And, well, please do. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, they were... Okay. These were initially... They were initially called anti-government groups. And somehow that evolved into calling them militia or militia type groups um, because they do this training and they work with weapons and I am not sure exactly how that happened um, and yes it does make it sound like they're the militia from the second amendment and they're not at all um, so yeah it seems like it would be better to go back to calling them anti-government groups or anti-government movements. They aren't exactly exactly gangs either. Gangs are a very specific thing with a very specific um, structure that um, forms around a central centralized leader or leadership group and um, goes out from that person or inner circle um, and is generally involved with um, drugs or money and and weapons um, yeah I uh, I police reporter talks about this occasionally that we have we have groups of people in York City who can be termed that people call them gangs sometimes but they don't actually have the structure Hmm. of a gang a gang is incredibly structured Um, it's very much you know general colonels Lieutenants going out from a centralized person um, as opposed to the more loose structure of groups of people involved in a um, in illegal activities together so technically the militias aren't illegal activities no technically they're not until they attack until they cross a line. Yes. Or until they plot to. They don't actually uh, yeah, have to attack. Is not, yeah, is, yeah, until they start to plot. But they're still not a gang because they don't have as much of a hierarchy? They is don't that have, what you're saying? They don't have... Maybe it's not the hierarchy, but they don't have the... They, they're not running drugs and guns for money. As a business. As a business. Oh, since they're not in the business. They're not in the business of okay. illegal activity. They are... They're more like a club then. Yes, they're much more like a club <laughs> or a group. A club doesn't they're that terribly club. frighten me. It's mm. club sounds... Yeah. Okay, so they're like the Elks, but for... 
but with guns. But with guns. guns. So they're like a club. So yeah, it's they're like, much more like a so club. So it's like your bowling league that you pay an entry fee to and have activities and it's, or softball leagues, much more like the league structure. I, I think it's more like a someplace where someplace that involves having a property where people can go to. Oh, so like the VFWs and things like that. More like like people who have a hunting lodge together. Oh, okay. Or a hunting cabin or like they're something like that. Yeah. I think. Huh. Oh, and by the way, since we're talking about guns, Joe Biden is not trying to take your gun away apparently. He owns them. Yeah. There's so much disinformation about what the Republicans are lying about so many things. I mean, Gail just was watching an entire conversation uh, ad about how Scott Perry was lying about everything and they actually took a quote from one of her editorials. And so the Republicans cannot win on doing anything positive because this whole coronavirus situation has proven that they cannot govern. Yes. Um, and they don't know compromise and they just know blocking things and demanding their way like whiny toddlers. Um, but they are lying to people and people are so scared that they are believing those lies and so we're going to talk about some of them when we come back. Yes. All right, so hang in there. And we're back, and we're going to talk about some disinformation. I was in a Pennsylvania Woman for Biden group, and somebody was writing a letter to the editor, because apparently people are afraid of... There are some people... The letter went... There are some people who are afraid of what will happen if Donald Trump is in place for four years, and some people are really terrified of what happens if Biden's in place for four years. And that just strikes me as insane, because one, oh my God... The really, really far left absolutely hates Joe Biden, and they will only, it's only by hate of Trump that they will be voting Democrat this year if they mm. are. I mean, Biden is not as progressive as Elizabeth Warren. Biden is nowhere near as progressive as the squad. Nope. Um, some of his policies have gotten more tuned into what Gen Z wants, but he is in no way a progressive Democrat, and he is certainly not in any way a socialist. I mean, Radical socialism is the radical left and radical socialism is what the Republicans are trying to sell as their enemy. And they're showing Pelosi and Biden and, oh, my God, the radical left are laughing at the people who actually believe that, <laughs> which means Gal should probably talk to you calmly about what socialism is and isn't <sighs> since this was our idea. Yes, it was. OK, um, so as I understand it, socialism is when uh, hold on can I interrupt yes please socialism is apparently a prelude to communism <laughs> so well, well people so, think socialism means that the government is going to control everything and yes. take your business and that is not what any democrat is saying what the democrats want are more secure social programs and something called democratic socialism which is not a step to communism because the communists are as bad as the nazis yes yeah <laughs> um, just on the other side just on the flip side we do not support government and your average democrat does not either support government control of any of yeah <laughs> the means of production the means of production that is not, that is an, a far, far, far left view that no one in the Democratic Party, except occasionally Bernie Sanders, 
And Bernie Sanders is a minority of one. And he's not actually a Democrat. Even. Yeah, he's not even a Democrat. He's a socialist. So, um, yeah. And the Republican Party is trying to convince people that you, the government is going to take your business, is going to take your guns, that your next door neighbor is some kind of a Democratic monster who is going to seize your gun and shoot you with it and then laugh as the government. I don't even know what they think the government is going to do in an era when the actual government is like sending out unmarked vents to take people off the streets. The, the, all of the Republican fears that they are stoking are actually kind of happening under Trump and they're trying to blame Clinton and trying to blame Biden while Trump is the actual president. <laughs> Whereas yeah. with democratic socialism, what the thing is is to make the wealthy pay because um, Biden's taxes are not, raised taxes are not going to affect anyone who makes under $400,000 a year. Yes, which but, is... which is by far the majority of people. Yeah, and he's just trying to get some money back from the trillions of dollars in social welfare that the Republicans have given to corporations under Donald Trump. The deficit has exploded. It was even exploding before the coronavirus hit. Because of Donald Trump and the tax cuts. And the goal of the Democrats is to make people pay their fair share. Their thought is Jeff Bezos who is making so much money during the pandemic. He has added billions during the pandemic. And his trucks drive on public roads. And Amazon pays no taxes. And the Democrats want Amazon and Jeff Bezos to pay taxes for those public roads. And for the public health care. And for the other things that people who work for Jeff Bezos, because he does not pay them enough money, because he's making billions and they are not, the government has to pick up that slack. In men, in some cases, yes, the the because he's not giving them health care, right? The idea behind the programs that the Democrats are in favor of is to make sure that people have health care and education and the roads are drivable and the environment continues <clears throat> to be something that we can actually live in. And yes, there are going to be higher taxes if you make more than $400,000 a year. But I think that is like, I want to say 20% of the country at most. Yeah, and corporations pay no taxes. They specifically hide money, so they pay no taxes. Apple doesn't pay taxes. Amazon doesn't pay taxes. This is absolutely unfair to the rest of us. Things when Gail and I were kids, corp- that's why there was American prosperity because corporate people paid more taxes. Yeah. Even Elizabeth Warren's two cent tax is a return, is not even a return to what people pay. Yeah. When Eisenhower was in office, the wealthiest people in the country paid more than 90% of their income for taxes. And nobody's talking about going back to that. Nobody's talking about that. We're going, what they're talking about is getting rid of the most recent tax cut for the highest earners in the country. I mean, 
that happened two years ago. The deficit has just exploded since then. I don't know why Democrats, why Republicans always say that Democrats are the ones who are um, responsible for the deficit because every Republican president has made the deficit explode. Democrats mostly have tried to call to pull it back. I mean, when Clinton left office, there was actually enough money coming in that we could pay down the national debt. Bush made that go away. Then the recession came. And then Obama, of course, had to pay pay for um, getting us out of that recession. And then the deficit was backing off again when Trump came along. Trump came along and again cut taxes so that the deficit is ballooning, was ballooning even before COVID came along. And now they're saying that the the national deficit is going to be higher than the GMP this year, which is insane because we are the richest country that the world has ever seen. And we can't get people to pay enough taxes to keep us going. It's just stupid. No, Donald Trump paid, the New York Times released Donald Trump's tax returns, and he paid apparently $750 in taxes last year. And he also got a, how much was the refund from that? There was one year that he got a $79 million refund. Yes. This is what the Republicans and the rich do. They... Take your tax money and spend it. The IRS goes after audits on small businesses, but they do not go after audits on larger businesses because larger businesses throw lawyers at them and they don't have the people or the money. Rich people are ripping you off. The Republicans are convincing you that they have your best interest at heart when the only interest they have at heart is money. Utah Senator Mike Lee, a sitting senator, said that what they're in is the business of is not democracy but prosperity and he didn't even spell prosperity right this is fascist talk voting for republicans is voting for fascist do not call them you know they are trying to get us divided and they're trying to convince you that your neighbor if your neighbor is a democrat is some kind of monster who wants to live in a communist society and this is not true and they want you to call them libtars and they want you to call them demon craps because then you're not thinking. You're not thinking of them as Bob. You're not thinking of them as Muhammad. You're not thinking of them as, you know, Iana. You're thinking of them as somebody who isn't a person. And the same with Democrats. You can't call Republicans maggots, you know, or Republicans because then you're using somebody else's vocabulary and that's. We have to be together in this. We have to be together. We have to vote to get these fascists out of office, which means we have to vote blue and Democrat at every level for this election because, honestly, we were napping. And we figured that people who were going into public service actually had the public good in mind, and that is not what the Republicans who are currently in office have in mind. No, not at all. The Republicans who are currently in public office have themselves in mind, they have their rich donors in mind, and that's it. They don't care about anybody else, which is which you can see <clears throat> when they do things like 
have huge rallies during a pandemic. And when they sit on legislation that the House passed six months ago that would have given more money to actual people to get us out of the pandemic recession. Yes. So it is very important that you vote because you need a voice. It is very important that you not let the stochastic terrorism win. And you go calmly to vote. Vote as early as possible. Vote by mail. If it's safe and secure where you are, you can track them online. (sighs) And be calm and breathe and realize that we are actually, we, we have more in common than the Republicans will want you to believe. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, the Republicans are trying to pad the Supreme Court with people who will try to take away the legality of my marriage with Gail and it's just not something that most Americans want to do. No. Because, you know, when we were young, you didn't know any gay people. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now gay people are, like Democrats and Republicans, your neighbor. And we all have a lot in common and we all love this country. And Joe Biden, I think, tweeted out that, can you imagine how much it takes for a black American to love this country? And that's a really valid point. It is. And it's the same, you know, for... It's not, well, no, it's not the same for anybody who didn't come over in the slave trade and stuff. But, you know, Mm -hmm. gay Americans have some part of that feeling, too. We love the idea of America. And so many people love the idea of America. And if we can just all band around that, Donald Trump does not love the idea of America. Donald Trump loves the fact that he can skim money off of his campaign to pay his bills. Donald Trump loves the money, loves the fact that he can write off trips to his golf resort where the social the secret service has to have rooms that the money goes to trump donald trump loves what he can take from this country but he doesn't love what he can bring to it or what he can do for it and that's a shame because we deserve a better president than that we deserve someone who cares for the country and who cares about the country we're in a pandemic and we need someone who's a uniter and not a divider And so please don't believe the lies and don't believe that your neighbor wants to be a socialist or a communist or take your guns because it's not true. I mean, we all, none of us want children to be shot in schools. Nobody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And nobody wants anybody to catch the coronavirus. And we just want to be able to go to work and go to the theater Mm -hmm. and do our art and see our families. And, that gets less and less likely the more time Donald Trump is president. Yeah. So, you know, vote Biden. I want to be able to do theater again. <laughs> yeah. We want to go see Gail's mom. Things like that. That's what your Democrat next door is worried about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it's probably what your Republican next door is worried about, too. Yeah, probably is. So, think about that and be calm, be patient. Make sure you register to vote. A lot of deadlines are coming up. In Pennsylvania, you have to be registered by October 19th. So check your registration. I always send people to rock the vote. It's nonpartisan, and it's got resources for everything. Mm -hmm. And if you're in Pennsylvania, 
Be sure you know exactly how to, if you're getting a mail-in ballot, make sure you follow all the directions exactly and use the secrecy ballot. Use the secrecy Blue ballot. Blue and black ink, secrecy ballot, outer ballot. Secrecy envelope. Secrecy envelope, outer, outer envelope. envelope. And also, there are lots of emails and texts going out that are trying to confuse people about their mail-in ballots. If you have any questions about them, call your own local board of elections. If you have any questions about when you're going to get your ballot or where you can take your ballot. If somebody comes to your door and says they can take your ballot to the elections office for you, don't let them because that is illegal. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a new one. Huh. Um, that people are apparently starting to do. Um, you have to either mail it or take it to the box yourself. Okay? So, know the rules. Know the rules, do some research, um, and check your registration if you're planning to vote in person. Yeah. This week. Check your registration and make a plan. And we'll be back next week with some more... Talk of the time. Who knows what's going to happen by then. Yeah. Um, take care. Be well. We'll see you later. Mask up. Bye. Love you. Bye.